Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hey folks, before we talk to the Goth Ninjas, let's talk about our Amazon link for the holidays at BobSeska.com. Whether you're shopping for yourself or if you're buying music by one of our excellent indie bands, or if you're getting a jump on your holiday shopping without leaving your house, don't forget to use our Amazon link just beneath the logo at BobSeska.com. Our special link will take you to the front page of Amazon.com where you can go shopping until you're dropping, and by doing so through our link, we get a teeny tiny commission on some of your purchases. Thanks for shopping through our Amazon link, and now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Good morning, Gabe. Good morning, Mom. Oh, Marty, I almost forgot Jennifer Barker called. Oh, I sure like her, Marty. She is such a sweet girl. Isn't tonight the night of the big date? What? What, Ma? Aren't you going up to the lake tonight? You've been planning it for two weeks. Well, Mom, we talked about this, but how can I go to the lake? The car's wrecked. Wrecked? Wrecked? When the hell did this happen? And why, why am I told? I'm sure the car's fine. Why am I always the last one to know about these things? <laughs> See, there's Biff out there waxing right now. Uh, now, Biff, I want to make sure that we get two coats of wax this time, not just one. Just finishing up the second coat now. Now, Biff, don't con me. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. McFly. I, I meant I was just starting on the second coat. Yeah, Biff, what a character. Always trying to get away with something. Bob Seska. Hi, Bob. Oh, hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hello. The Bob Seska Show. <laughs> yeah, that was me waking up Sunday morning and realizing that, oh, look. One-term Biff is outside washing cars. (laughs) From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, November 12, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 1,394 of the Trump crisis. My favorite number. 69 days until Inauguration Day. And oh my God, let's bring him in. Yes, the Goth Ninjas are here. Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, from dash the dash bunker.com. Also at sexyliberal.com, along with all of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network programs. It is your podcast superstation, sexyliberal.com. Okay, and also David T Rex Ferguson from the T Rex Report podcast, patreon.com slash the T Rex Report. Also, astralsummer.bandcamp.com for all of the music welcome 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 goth ninjas we're all here we're all excited it's time to do the show before we dig into the the president's meltdown first time we've all been together since saturday so i feel like we need a big group hug and a congratulations (laughs) yeah Yeah, since since the announcement happened consider us all group hugging right now as we proceed through the show because we're going to need the group hug because there was an announcement made on buzz burbank news and comment today Buzz Burbank announced at the 59-minute mark on Buzz Burbank News and Comment, his podcast, his weekly podcast, weekly newscast, that he is officially retiring from Buzz Burbank News and Comment. He's retiring from doing the news. And yeah. we love you, Buzz. It is the end of an era. And in all seriousness, my God, you know, 
I uh, I first got to meet Buzz uh, back in uh, 1993. I was aware of him, of course, because I listened to the Don and Mike show. And then I got the chance to be an intern on the Don and Mike show back when I was a baby DJ, first in, in college and then on after that. But He's I, not dying, Bob. We I know he's tired not. Two reels. <laughs> But, but is, I mean, who's who's going to take over for Buzz Burbank on Buzz Burbank News and Comment? Because there, just is there, I mean, yeah, I wonder if you, you need can... to find somebody named Buzz Burbank to take over. Unless we're going to do like the the different Darrens or yeah. the different um, Beckys. Well, given that um, Buzz Burbank isn't his real name, I assume anyone could take on the moniker of Buzz Burbank. Anyone could call perfect. themselves so. like the new Batwoman versus the old Batwoman. That's exactly you right. Know, the two Darrens on Bewitched yes. and the two Beckys on uh, Roseanne. Maybe it can be Let's like a Rebuzz. There, there were two different what's-his-faces on Dynasty, too. Oh, yeah. So, you yeah. know. Yeah. We can do that. Make no mistake, Buzz will continue to be Yay. on this Yay. on the show every Tuesday. So that's going to continue moving forward. I'm sure he's going to be lots on lots of other shows as well. And uh, we'll still hear from him on social media. He's just as not going to be... As long as I get to keep hearing his wonderful voice, I'll be okay. Yes, Me indeed. Too. Yeah, yeah. Just, the dad jokes are still going to be here. We're still going to get Buzz's <laughs> dad jokes every, uh, every, <laughs> every Tuesday at the start of the show. So all is okay, but we still have to give a round of applause, a huge standing ovation... To the great Buzz Burbank. I'm clapping my tiny forelimbs as hard as I can. They almost don't reach. I mean, it's kind of an end of an era for Buzz Burbank News and Comment, of course, but it's also an end of an era, I think, to a certain extent, for guys who came up in broadcast radio, spent decades in live broadcast radio, which is so rare now because radio is committing slow-motion suicide. So you're not going to have... I mean, there are fewer and fewer genuine broadcasters out there. I mean, I had a little bit of experience, but a fraction of Buzz Burbank's experience yeah, on the air. I had 10 air. years, but that's nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Buzz, yeah. You know. And it's a different vibe. Does listening to the radio count? <laughs> yeah, it does. You know what? It does count because <laughs> it's like studying filmmaking. It's like yeah. if you spend enough time watching movies, you're going to learn how movies are made. And I spent... Oh my God, I can't even tell you how many hours I've spent listening to Buzz do the news. I used to stand right behind him every time he was doing the news on the Don and Mike show. And so we had this kind of Aaron Does Sorkin he smell style like, banter. Like graham crackers and, and lavender. <laughs> Is that the impression you get from Buzz? That he smells yeah. like graham crackers and lavender? Yeah. Manly I, lavender. <laughs> I guess you could say that. But uh, again, it's a sad day, but it's also a day that we can. Uh, pay tribute to Buzz and and thank him for all of his years of service because doing the news is not necessarily about him. I mean, that's the difference between being a DJ and spinning records and actually being in a newsroom reporting the news. It's always been about the content. It's always been about uh, relating the events of the day to an audience in a way that was understandable and compelling and interesting and insightful. And that's what Buzz has always done. I mean, the content might be bad, the news might be awful, but the way he delivers it, y- you feel like you've got a pal. <laughs> I mean, he's a, but yeah, I know that exact feeling. It's very similar to being a great doctor. You know, you kind of want a doctor who's going to break bad news to you in a way where you actually end up thanking the doctor for breaking the bad news in in the way that he, she did. And it's the same with Buzz. Buzz is able to break some bad news for you, but in a way that makes you appreciate the thought and the care that went into delivering that news. It kind of takes the sting off of the content of what he's uh, what he's saying. And that's that's a rare gift. It comes no, from an innate talent, the innate... In- and an the, emotional intelligence yeah yeah you know yeah. whether it's been paul harvey in the past or walter cronkite or uh, our friend buzz burbank it, it is a a rare gift to be able to be that kind of broadcaster that kind of newscaster so we're all grateful to buzz and uh, we all thank guys, him for I'm his gonna, years of service undertake the the death possible risking mission of going to rocky mountain mike and <laughs> suggesting we do a tribute Dr. Buzz to the tune of Dr. Love by Kiss. 
<laughs> because I think it would be <laughs> so perfect. good. And I know he'll probably just dump it in a river <laughs> like he does all those other suggestions, <laughs> but I um, I feel compelled. Yeah. And I will approach, like, you know. Send him a tweet. I come in peace, you know. <laughs> <laughs> T- tweet, it, tweet it at Mike. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. You know, I could go on and on and on about, and I assure you I could spend the rest of the hour and a half that we're talking here talking about Buzz Burbank. So thank you, Buzz. Thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you for your service. And so that's it. Okay. We so. love you, Buzz, really. Thank yeah. you for everything. All right. So uh, let's see here. I want to go back to um, one of Trump's rallies from, I don't know, a month ago or whatever it was before the election. Donald Trump um, made some forecasts of his own about the outcome of the election. I want to listen to this, not only for the schadenfreude, but uh, also for the schadenfreude. So (laughs) here's the president at a rally. And this is not Tiny Trump. This is his actual voice. But it's worth listening to if you want to continue to bask in his agonizing loss. Running against the worst candidate in the history of presidential politics puts pressure on me. Could you imagine if I lose my whole life? What am I going to do? I'm going to say, I lost to the worst candidate in the history of politics. I'm not going to feel so good. Maybe I'll have to leave the country. I don't know. If I lose to him, I don't know what I'm going to do. I will never speak to you again. You'll never see me. (laughs) So, So that is exactly what he's doing. He is never speaking to us again. He has decided... I'm not going to talk to the American public in person anymore. He's, he's they rejected me. Yeah. He's tweeting all over the place, that's for sure. But we don't know if that's actually him tweeting. It could be Dan Scavino. It could be Don Jr. It could be any one of his underlings uh, who have access. How are the spellings and misspellings in cap locks? So uh, we kind of can know. Good question. I think there's a bunch of cap locks, and we're going to get to a cap lock tweet here in just a second. But it seems like the president has just decided, in his humiliation, to withdraw from making any public appearances whatsoever, speaking publicly. Aww. I know, once again, sad no, news. Don't threaten us with a good time, old man. Oh, I'm so <laughs> upset I mean, about that. It's better than he's hiding out in his bunker than driving around, you know, traveling around the country being typhoid Larry. Yeah, right. Well, I, mean, I mean, and how Hitler-esque is it that he's hiding in the bunker? Yeah, I know. I know. You know. Somebody showed a picture of Kimberly Guilfoyle and Don Jr., and they were sort of air arm wrestling, and then someone was like, what are they fighting over? And, of course, everyone was like, an eight ball, but I was like, <laughs> I yeah. said the last cyanide pill in the bunker. Probably, probably. But I mean, this is uh, fascinating, not only from the perspective of setting himself up for this kind of defeat. With and that's that's the thing that Donald Donald Trump always makes things worse for Donald Trump, and that's yet another example of that. Whereas it's just defining Joe Biden as the worst candidate in the history of presidential <laughs> politics, and then Who losing to that candidate. Your milkshake. Yeah, yeah, and getting the most votes against you in a presidential right. election ever losing as an incumbent which almost never happens right and so he just sets himself up for this humiliation and now he's just he's gone no chopper talks none of the invisible accordion videos from the former rose garden uh he's not doing any press gaggles in the oval office i think he called into what did he call hannity the other day he called Hannity on his show, and I think that was the only time he's spoken publicly. But that, again, is only to the fishbowl. That's only to his disciples. It's not a any sort of communication to the American public in general, certainly not any statements to the press. Uh, and Lawrence O'Donnell is saying it just outright, that the silence is the concession. This is Donald mm. Trump just wallowing in his defeat. Well, and I, you can't forget, by the way, that Joe Biden also beat the percentage record of Ronald Reagan in 1980. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah. The only yeah. person that got a bigger percentage of the vote was FDR. <laughs> so um, <laughs> the fact that Joe Biden has beaten the Reagan legacy is yeah. huge. And and the map doesn't look like that because people have moved to the cities and moved out of where they were living during the 80s. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's the percentage of the vote is better for Joe Biden than Reagan, and that gives him a mandate as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And 
Go Georgia. Yeah, exactly. And how many times I do enjoy this, a good mandate? How many times has the <laughs> has an incumbent president lost to a challenger in like the last hundred years? I think it goes back well, to in Carter, two hundred years. It's happened three times. Yeah, it's uh, uh, four, including Trump. Then because Carter and Bush hmm. and Trump would make it three just in the past fifty years. Yeah, right. And then you'd have to go back to I think Hoover in nineteen thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. So it's four total. Exactly. It's so funny. And we're not talking about uh, one-term presidents who decided not to run. LBJ got right. to 1968 and said, nope, I'm out. I'm tapping out. Right. I'm not going to run tired. again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he only served one elected term. And that's right. a fact. I think uh, also with tr- what Truman had one elected term as well and decided so too, not to run yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can completely understand why. I mean, if you drop the nuclear bombs on two different yeah. cities... You're kind of done. I mean, that's kind of yeah. where do you, where do you go from the nuking? I mean, that's a yeah. That's you've the big killed question. millions of people by saying yeah, do it. Yeah, um, yeah. So beyond that, again, you have to go all the way back to Herbert fucking Hoover, which Trump is really in the running for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's got the, he's got the Great Depression and the pandemic of 1918 smashed together. Yes, exactly. And now they're going about this crazy contradiction, and of course this. Trumpism is all about contradictions because Trumpism is driven by simply saying the opposite of whatever the Democrats are saying. There's no um, agenda whatsoever, no locked down set of ideas. It's just, oh, they're saying Nuh-uh. that. We're, yeah, Nuh-uh. It's, it's, <laughs> that's their entire exactly, argument. Exactly, that's yeah. exactly Nuh-uh. it. Yeah, yeah, it's the nuh-uh agenda. It's so perfect because now they're in this place where they're going nuh-uh to the integrity of elections while saying all these ballots are invalid, but at the same time, and they're also saying, since when does the media get to call things, all while they're also saying, oh, yes, we won all of these Senate races and these House races, and, uh, yeah, and the ballots are perfectly so the, valid. The ones for those they races. won are legit. Yeah, yeah. The and, ones that they didn't win. Ugh. Yeah, and it's okay. Trump's fundraising on the Alaska call. Yeah, exactly. And Trump saying, oh, great, look, I won Alaska. Isn't that awesome? And oh, great, look, I won North Carolina, I think. I'm not sure if that's actually called yet, but um, it's not. No, it's, uh, it's He's going to win it. I'm sure he is. Yeah. It's, but isn't I mean, it the Tillis race they're concerned about more than Trump, or did, or did Tillis win? I think Tillis, Tillis won. won, yeah. Cal Cunningham already conceded. But I mean, the fact uh, is that these are calls that the media is making the news media is making these calls and so you can't say they get their information from the state election boards yeah that's true so again this is a huge contradiction and the other the the main one is america's elections are fraudulent but at the same time please go out and vote in the georgia runoff and the great stephen colbert created one of the best bits that I've heard in this particular election cycle. This is from The Late Show the other night. This ad is paid for by the GOP. On January 5th, vote for American Values by casting your ballot for David Perdue and Kelly Leffler. In another totally rigged election, your ballot will be turned into compost by corrupt Democratic poll workers who want to steal another election. So remember to vote, because a vote for Republicans is a vote that's a futile exercise, thanks to socialist mailmen canceling your vote with ballots from dead people. The results won't matter, because it's the most important election of our lifetimes. Hanging in the balance is control of the Senate, which Republicans need to check Joe Biden. Who will never be inaugurated, Trump won the election by a lot of votes will be cast in this runoff by gay liberal dogs. So on January 5th, go to the rig polls and vote pointlessly for a darker tomorrow, which you'll never get here for the United States of Ascarica. We're the GOP and we need medication. No, we don't. Who told you that? Absolute classic. That's exactly right, man. That is the contradiction writ large that we're seeing on the red hat side of the ledger. It's an amazing thing. Meanwhile, the uh, Atlanta Journal-Constitution poll shows Kelly Leffler at 49% of the vote compared to uh, Warnock's 48%. So that's tight as fuck, T-Rex. That's within the margin of error. Yeah, it absolutely is. So I'm just urging anybody in Georgia... Contact the registrar's office right now for the Mm -hmm. Board of Elections and get your paper ballot. Because once again, 
those ballot cards that they use in the voting machines are pure fuckery. Yeah. Right. So use your mail-in ballot. Right. Yep. And now this is a direct threat to Mitch McConnell's leadership. So expect yep. the fuckery to be augmented by a factor of a thousand. I mean, we're... You have no idea how excited I am about seeing him flipped over on his turtle back and waving his little legs in the air impotently as minority leader. Yeah. As as appointee after appointee of qualified ethical people gets restored to the federal government right through the Senate and just Mitch just sit there and cry. Yeah, I mean, we shouldn't really be in this predicament with the Senate, but yet here we are. Turns out a lot of people in the election decided to either not vote in the down ballot races or split the ticket. And ever since I have been a student of political science, student of politics, I have always been stymied by this notion in the United States, which is a common notion by voters to split their votes, to vote uh, for a president of one party and a Congress of the other party. And then uh, all of a sudden everyone goes, why is, why is politics so divisive? Why are there so many shovel fights? It's so, so obnoxious. Everyone's divisive. This voice. Keep talking like this for a while. I like like that voice. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, I mean, you that keep is throwing your football into my lawn. I'm going to keep it. I got it. I got that football. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, people vote this way and then all they do is bitch when nothing gets done. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, screw both their houses. They just can't get together and work on things. Well, why? Uh, it's it's kind of a Jiminy Glick voice, isn't it? It's kind of a little bit <laughs> Martin Short as Jiminy Glick. Um, I don't understand. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know how I landed how on this, that. What, what? Oh, God, what was her name that played uh, Carmela Soprano? Oh, uh, Edie, Edie Falco. Falco. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Jiminy Glick, Edie Falco. He's like, so, Miss Falco, what is your real name? <laughs> and she looks at her and she goes, Edie Falco. There's a video going around on YouTube right now, or I mean on, on Twitter right now, of this interviewer from years ago, and she's asking all of these... Re- <laughs> Really caustic questions of her celebrity interview subjects. Oh, Lita Powell Drake. I re- yeah, she I, was the original Zach Galifianakis. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's exactly how she's interviewing. <laughs> oh, my God. Elliot Gould, and she's talking to uh, Kurt Russell and uh, Telly Savalas and mm-hmm. Gene Hackman and uh, Sam Waterston. Oh my God, it is absolutely classic. So go to my Twitter feed and watch the uh, this clip reel of Lita Powell Drake interviewing celebrities. Absolutely classic. Okay, so Trump tweeted uh, maybe an hour, hour and a half ago. He said, report, and this is in all caps, this caps lock tweet. Report, Dominion deleted, two points. Dominion is, I think, a company- Isn't it his daughter's? That- <laughs> is it? Might have been. It's I a, don't know. It, it would be really funny if it were a I was like, what is company. That? It's a, I thought it was maybe a voting machine. Man. It's a voting sure. system, yeah. I think maybe they tabulate the votes. I think it's a voting tabulation okay. system. Uh, Dominion deleted 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide. This is all false, by the way. Data analysis finds 221,000 Pennsylvania votes switched from President Trump to Biden. 941 Trump votes deleted. States losing Dominion voting systems switched 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. And, of course, uh, Trump's source for this, uh, OAN. OAN. I reported the tweet. Yeah. I, well, and every tweet is getting reported. I mean, this is suspend his fucking account. Yeah, he's not do. the president anymore. He's the he's a lame duck, and he needs to have his main and he's lame. Yeah, exactly. cannon taken away. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in all seriousness, I hate to get all Captain Scary Pants on you guys, but it's alarming how accustomed we've become to the president suffering these uh, routine breaks from reality and sanity. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been saying this uh, occasionally back and forth, breaks. and I, I, I've been hesitant to say it. Yeah, he lives just, there. He lives I mean, there. That is absolutely true. But he goes further sometimes. It's like he's already ensconced in La La Land. And then he gets even crazier. Then he one-ups himself. That's it's like he goes to 11. He turns it all the way up to 10. <laughs> but where do you go from there? Well, there's always the 11 position on the knob. So that's where he is right now. And De- uh, Jeff Tiedrich tweeted out. He goes, oh, man, I don't even know what Joe Biden is eating or doing watching on television right now. That's so weird. <laughs> I know. It isn't amazing to see an actual leader, you know, letting yeah. us know what they're up to without how... Uh, 
whining about how unfair people are to him. Right. It's an amazing thing. But I mean, I, I don't mean to tempt fate, which is why I never bring this up a whole lot. And that is that. Well, then don't start now. Well, <laughs> I know, but it's it's, a, it's not like the any of our enemies are listening to this podcast, but it's a miracle that we have not been attacked or invaded, given the status, the mental status of our president, our commander-in-chief. Well, not our commander-in-chief. The commander-in-chief of the military is just completely out to fucking lunch. And this is... Well, come on. Okay, the, you know what's happened? What? Al-Qaeda, a bunch of other organizations, ISIS, whoever, like, sat back and were like, why do we want to blow ourselves up? Why do we want mm-hmm. to spend a bunch of money on terrorism? Yeah. This guy's doing plenty. Exactly. They just sat back and been like, let him do it. Right. Uh, yeah. Seriously. That's my act. I, I firmly believe that because terrorism is expensive yeah. and extremely dangerous for the people involved. And they want to stay alive as much as anybody else. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that they were like, whoa, this guy's got it. I wonder if they're also a little bit afraid of what he might do. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't no, quite peg it. Because he would, he would, if, if somebody from Afghanistan committed a terrorist act, he would attack Pakistan. Okay. You know, I mean, it's just he doesn't know where any of the countries are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's just a kind of amazing thing that we have made it this far. Um, mm mm-hmm. Without any sort of major catastrophe on our, I mean, you know, obviously we've Other had than the coronavirus. Well, no, I'm talking, know. I'm talking about catastrophe in terms of a terrorist <laughs> attack, a dirty bomb, some sort of invasion into one of our close allies. You know, there lots of things can go fucking horribly sideways. Maybe I'm telling you, it's like when you go to go to beat up, go to the bully's house. You're finally going to beat the shit out of him. You're yeah. walking up the street and you see him in the front lawn, and his stepdad is beating him. Mm-hmm. You're like. This is handled. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and you go home. Like, it's just, yeah. uh, to me, that's exactly what happened. Because, like, I don't know, I read a book. I have to, I can't remember the name of it. But it was all about unsuccessful Islamic terror attempts told mm. from the inside. Yeah. And you have no idea how many times they would, like, the, the U.S. coal took three tries because they kept loading up the boat with explosives, the rowboat, and it would sink because it was too heavy. Uh, that sounds like there'd be a great blooper reel to go along with that. Exactly. You know, wah, like... wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, terrorists. But no, that, I mean, for every terrorist attack that's successful, there are apparently four or five terrible accidents that we never see when mm-hmm. right. going off and bomb labs. And yeah. it's dangerous. And my guess is they were like, let's take a break. Yeah. You know, let let this guy fuck shit up and we'll just hang back and watch. Well, Jake Mm -hmm. Tapper reported on Twitter. He said, uh, according to a senior administration official, quote, what started as an effort to show POTUS was fighting for the Americans who have supported him has descended into pure theater that's misleading the public. That's coming from someone in the White House. The call Mm -hmm. is coming from inside (laughs) the House and... You know, these are people who are guilty of being enablers of fascist tyranny in this country. But at the same time, I think they're all going, help, help. Old man's going crazy. Help us. And I can't even. Pure theater. I want my money back. I can't even. I can't even <laughs> there imagine. There hasn't been an intermission, and the act one is getting old. <laughs> I, I just. I, it puts a big smile on my face to just imagine what's going on inside the White House. I, I can't even imagine what it's like to interact with that motherfucker right now in, in yeah. this current mental state, in this rapidly deteriorating condition. And I don't know where it's going to end up landing, but there are lots of different reports in terms of what Donald Trump plans to do after he's done being president. And And it's also quite revealing that we're getting all these leaks about what his plans are after January 20th, while at the same time he's going, I won. I won the election. We're going to hire a second term staff and blah, blah, blah. But no, at the same time, we're getting all these reports that eh, there will be no second term, obviously. And they know that they normally whenever Donnie Deutsch comes on any TV channel, I mute it and go get a sandwich or something. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm still not sure what his area of expertise purportedly is or what his list of accomplishments are. Yeah. Um, because, and I, I really, but yesterday he made a lot of sense. Right. He said this is all hype for his reality show. Mm-hmm. And when he leaves the White House, he will attempt to run a shadow presidency out of Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Insisting that this election was stolen from him. Yeah. And uh, setting up a, a subscription service at $6 a head, which with 70 million followers is a healthy, you know, annual income. Mm-hmm. 
and that he's just going to be a sh- call himself a shadow president and try to be a thorn in the administration's side. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the money that he's raising in the Save America PAC, which if you do the acronym is SAP. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. That's right. Holy shit. So he's literally calling the people that donate saps to their faces. Um, but 60% are going to his 60% of the money that's going to quote the re-election or the, the election count, you know, mm-hmm. recount stuff. 60% of it now is going to the sap. Which uh, is paying committee. off the campaign debts, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yes. And then the and other 40, the other 40% is going to the RNC unless a person has donated at least $8,000 for recounts and things like that and his mm. legal defense fund for the the election most of these people and also when you because tom hartman apparently is on a bunch of his mailing lists and he's getting eight to ten fundraiser emails a day right wow. now and you click on the link and it tells you where the money's going in the fine print but also it automatically checks off a recurring donation for you <laughs> through december 19th so and and some of these donations are weekly not monthly mm-hmm and so some people that said, okay, I'll give them 20 bucks or I'll give them 100 bucks or I'll give them that, don't realize it's weekly until next month when their bill arrives. Yeah, yeah. Funny. And I- it's not even going to, to help with this, you know, don't let the vote be stolen bullshit. Um, I mean, it's literally going into his pocket because they are Save America Saps. <laughs> so fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. I said on John Fugel saying last night, I've got no sympathy whatsoever for these red hats now. These, I mean, I, I never did, but these are colossal suckers. I mean, they mm. are the most gullible voters, but it's terrifying knowing that they are so completely deluded that they're willing to support this guy and give them their money, but they represent 70 million plus voters in this country. Mm-hmm. That's horrifying to it's me. Almost, it's 72,096,126 for Trump, according to the AP, as of this moment. Yeah. Biden has 77,242,76. together can make one complete set of adult teeth. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, you know what? I want to talk about what happens after uh, January 20th to Donald Trump, uh, because we do have some specific ideas in terms of what they're what they're planning and what I think he's going to do after Joe Biden is inaugurated. I think this is going to involve Mark Burnett. I think this is going to involve a TV show, and I will describe that TV show in just one second. But first, you know, there's never been a more important time to have a supply of reliable respirator face masks. We've got the rising COVID in this country right now. It's going to be a long, dark winter, as Joe Biden said. Meanwhile, the director of the CDC testified under oath before Congress that wearing a face mask was more important than getting a vaccine when it comes to reducing the spread of COVID in our country. Only respirator face masks provide medical-grade protection, and only FDA-authorized respirator masks provide the quality required. The New Deal shot Shop.com has FDA-authorized respirator masks ready to ship to you right now. And every pouch comes with verifiable anti-fraud labeling so you know they work. Trust the masks medical professionals are using. Go to thenewdealshop.com and get FDA-authorized U.S.-tested respirator face masks now with free immediate shipping for my listeners. Bulk pricing is available, too, so you can get the masks you need affordably and quickly. Go to thenewdealshop.com now and get FDA-authorized respirator face masks for you and your family. Keep them safe and healthy this holiday season. That's thenewdealshop.com. Thank you. The Bob Seska Show. Something in the air don't feel right. Something don't feel like it should. Maybe we should listen to wise advice Maybe it'd do some good Someone in the room don't play fair Someone wants to make his own rules Maybe nobody can see that In the hands of fools Oh yeah, this is the great Will Kimbrough and a song called All Fall Down from his uh, Spring Break album. Brand new. God, it's a great album. Amazing song. He's got that a, great in voice. the middle of his voice, like, like Cali Cardamom. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly that, right. Like, yeah. So much feeling that you can almost barely get the notes around it. It's gorgeous. So good. Link in the description to support Will Kimbrough and all the bands here on the show. Thank you so much for submitting. Uh, BobSuska.com slash music if you want to submit your songs. Uh, 
be played here on the show, also on the Indie Music Countdown at the end of the month. Thank you for doing that. Okay, so here's my uh, forecast for what's going to happen with Donald Trump, provided he's not in prison. Now, I preface by saying that if Donald Trump is not in prison or on his way to prison within the next year or two, we will have failed to do our job as Americans. Yes, because we cannot forget, and there is going to be a huge movement to try to just ignore and forget about the Trump years. That's going to be, in fact, to a certain extent, that's kind of underway. And we need to ignore that. There needs to be accountability. There needs to be comeuppance for him. Now, here's what I think is the plan, right? I think what is going to happen with Donald Trump, I think he's going to end up doing a show with Mark Burnett in which it is The Apprentice White House. And Donald Trump will have a duplicate of the Oval Office. He'll have a duplicate of the Resolute Desk. And he will sit there and, you know, do the whole fucking apprentice thing, but continue to be kind of a shadow president while running for election again. I think he is going to start his 2024 campaign almost right away because I think it's the only thing that will pacify him. The thought that he could... Uh, ostensibly and over my dead body, but he could ostensibly run for a second term after he's already lost his reelection campaign because you got the constitution says you can run a second time, but it doesn't have to be consecutive. It does, right. right. That's the, very the, true. Yeah. The Grover Cleveland thing, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Two mm-hmm. cons- a couple things are going to interfere with that. Okay. The other Republicans that want to run in 2024. <laughs> yeah. People like Nikki Haley, people like Mike Pence, um, but don't forget, that's why he won last time. Is it, if it had just been against him and, say, two or three other people, yeah. he would have been out early on. But because he ran against, what, eight, 17 other people, it, the vote split between, quote, reasonable Republicans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, it, if it's between him and another 17 people, it's very likely he'll get the nomination again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is uh, one of those things. Where, I mean, he he's possibly already, four years from now still be holding together. Seventy-two I mean, million totally people already seeing, voted for him this year, and they know what he's the, like. The springs popping out, and the the uh, machinery is glitching, and he's you know <laughs> they don't see it. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. basically in control of the entire Republican Party, and in fact, Junior and Kimberly Guilfoyle mm-hmm. want to take over the RNC. Oh, they'll is, run that nicely into the ground, won't they? Yeah, a lot yeah. of people are. Not not into her right now. I don't know if you've been reading some of the feedback from people who dealt with her finance committee about like offering mm. to do lap dances for donors and talking about getting fucked all the time. And it's just Jesus. like, we don't even do that in democratic politics. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, there's a time and a place to put it away. So I, <laughs> I feel like Guilfoyle's hopes of being a big wig in the yeah, I, like I said, I, there, there is a big Trump faction, but I do believe that there are people who are ready to go back to the semi-adults. Yeah. The, you know, just the average poo-flingers like Jim Jordan. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just I think that Trumpism is going to continue to uh, flourish. I, I, I'm concerned about that. And that's, uh, you know, we, Buzz and I talked about this in the last segment of the free show on Tuesday and uh, kind of have differing views in terms of where all this is going. And uh, and I just, I feel like it's not going anywhere. Donald Trump's going to still be a voice in all of this. Uh, obviously, Junior and Guilfoyle are wanting to uh, participate in the RNC. One of the hangups, though, with that particular plan is that Trump already endorsed another term for Ronna McDaniel. So, there, true. <laughs> so he's already said, hey, look, Ronna McDaniel's doing a great job. Another term is... Uh, RNC chair and oh wait Junior and Guilfoyle one of them the, oh, what's going on there <laughs> hates Junior we know that he hates Junior uh, right well so I just feel like and the only way that he's been able to make it this far is because he's hemmed in on all sides by fairly strong institutions and he has a network and a bulwark of the whole conservative apparatus holding him up mm-hmm. when he's last week's flavor of the week. And the only people that are tuning into his crazy are the deep, deep committed crazies. I just, I, the arc intuitively to me says this is where we're entering the end of the Qaddafi phase. Yeah. You know, like he really is too dissipated, too wrecked, too uh, feeble. Yeah. And uh, mentally not capable of doing this again. Yep. He thinks he is because it, he is ignoring, you know, obviously like all of the messages he's getting from his aging body. And I just I think if he's not in jail, he will he'll be in no condition to run. He'll be like sitting there like yelling for 
puppies that his neighbors had when he was nine mm -hmm. in a padded chair with a, you know, straps on his wrist. <laughs> well, you know, all at once, he's apparently telling his allies, obviously he doesn't have any friends, uh, that he plans to run for president in 2024 and that he could announce it by the end of the year. This is according to Reuters. The uh, Constitution, as I said before, allows two four-year terms. They don't need to be consecutive. Meanwhile, they're talking about him buying a news network, creating his own competitor to Fox News Channel, whether that's taking over Newsmax or taking over OAN or starting his own MAGA channel or whatever the fuck it is. What is the knock-on effect going to be for Fox then? I think they're going to lose a significant part of their audience. I, I think there they we are. Yeah. Unless, and will they retool themselves into an actual news network? Or? No. No. They'll continue. They'll try to compete on the QAnon level. They'll try to. They'll. Mm -hmm. You'll see mm -hmm. more QAnon style content entering Fox News Channel. It already kind of has on Tucker's show and Laura Ingram's show and Sean Hannity's show. Prime time. Also, I don't know so much on Fox and Friends with the giggling couch tumors. I think maybe some of the weekend guys, Pete Hegseth, and how the fuck do I have these names in my well, head? How by do the you way? know these? I just. I just know blonde lady, blonde lady, blonde lady, white guy. <laughs> white guy white guy blonde lady i don't know i know the I three don't main know ones anything. and i've developed kind of a psychology of like what's going on up there i believe Ducey knows it's a scam mm -hmm. right he knows he's playing a part however dimly um and that he gets paid to do this and you know whether he believes it or not he says it yeah. whatever like two scoops on a sugar cone blonde they've got like you know splatted on the couch between them <laughs> is obviously going to follow Ducey's lead but brian kilmeade i think Poor Brian. Yeah. He's a true believer. He, <laughs> I mean, if you look at the picture of the moment when they found out that it had been called for Biden, look at my cover photo on Facebook if you'd like to see the screen grab. Yeah. Um, she looks pinched and annoyed, but, you know, she knows she'll still have a job. Mm -hmm. Ducey just looks like, well, we, we knew this was coming, I suppose. Um <laughs> Steve Ducey. But, I can't believe that Steve Ducey is still a thing after all these years. I mean, I remember I grew up in Washington, D.C. in this area and watching Channel 4, the NBC affiliate here in Washington. And Steve Ducey was the kicker guy at the end of the news. He's the guy who would go and report on a grandma who found a potato chip that looks like Abe Lincoln. I mean, these are the kind of stories. Now, Steve Ducey is a major newsmaker on Fox News Channel. It's well, that's incredible. Just, well, wait, wait. It's just like whatever happened to human decency? Yeah, but that's I mean, that's what you would call a major newsmaker on Fox News yeah. Channel. Remember that is, the, that is very kill me. Kill me is the true believer. If you yeah. look at that triptych of the three faces, <laughs> uh -huh. he is staring into the depths of eternity. I, mean, I, I have really some breaking like, news, uh -oh, gentlemen. Oh shit! Hit breaking news. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Senator Miss Lindsey Graham, I love her, uh, just called for the Trump administration to allow the Biden transition to begin. <gasps> wow. Hell hath no fury. What, is it how sharper than a serpent's tooth <laughs> to have an ungrateful stooge? That's incredible. Uh, yeah, uh, Talking Points Memo is joining it saying he should have access at least to intel briefings. Right. So, um, uh, and that was five minutes ago. Talking Points of... just, down, uh, just did that, so... Okay. As part of all of his idiocy, uh, Louise Graham does think of herself as something of a, a national security specialist. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So I can see how that might be like a pang for him. Well, and also, let's be sure not to praise these people for doing no, the, hell no. the bare fucking minimum, right? Oh, the, hell no. What they should <laughs> be doing in the first place. This does not make for rewarding Lindsey Graham or right. rewarding You stop hitting me in the face with a hammer. I'm not going to give you a big thank you. <laughs> exactly well, it's right. Like, it's like the Donald supporters that, that are saying, oh, you guys were so upset and where you never got over Hillary, you know, not becoming president. Well, Hillary won the popular, the national popular vote. So mm -hmm. I can just imagine how y'all would feel right now. Yeah, yeah. If well, that, and also the Obama administration never stopped the incoming Trump administration from getting what they were entitled to at nope. this point. Nope. And so can you imagine if that had happened? It's like, you know what, y'all? I'm fucking sick. Of I have decided I'm all over the place. I have oh, decided. Here comes spicy Judy. <laughs> yeah. Everybody get your chicade. <laughs> there we go. I have decided that when Joe Biden talks about being the president for people that didn't eat didn't vote for him. It's the ones that actually didn't vote. Yeah, exactly. Not the Trump voters, because it's like, I, I think there, I did see some Trump voters on TikTok and other places going, look, you know, I 
I agree that Joe Biden has won and I wish him well and I hope that he does the right thing. And so they're taking those people. We can bring them back. I Mm -hmm. still don't know why they voted for the motherfucker, but at least they're realizing that it's over a and two. They want the next president to do well. Yeah. But there are people that I know in my life um, who still think the for some strange reason that the Democrats were good enough at stealing the election for Joe Biden, but not stealing it for Jamie Harrison or Amy McGrath or keeping those nine seats in the house or, you know, various other things that, that could have happened getting Texas to turn blue. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, you know, it's like really, we're that, we're that diabolical. We cheated better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But see, it's the old, you know, conspiracy theory mindset where you present them, with conflicting evidence, and it just becomes another wrinkle yeah. right. in the conspiracy. Oh, well, they did that so that we wouldn't suspect. You right. know? And it's just like, uh... Yep. The point is that um, t- to get all of these people to latch on to this alternative history that they're manufacturing mm-hmm. here, this revisionist history that Donald Trump really won the election, and right now, at least 86% of Trump voters don't think Joe Biden legitimately won the election. They've got no evidence for it whatsoever. Right. I mean, this is all just like, oh, fuck, we lost. Oh, we're so sad about this. Let's latch on to anything that we can think of to, you know, ameliorate how crushed we are. And the difference between what happened 40 years ago and what's happening now is like night and day. There's no comparison whatsoever. Yes, we were all legitimately upset by the outcome right. of that fucking election because yeah. of everything that he said, but the way the election went down, the fact that an actual FBI investigation was ongoing, Crossfire Hurricane was ongoing because Russia was proven to be interfering with our election, engaged in a massive cyber attack. So we were pissed off. But guess what happened at the leadership level above us, at the top of the heap, the top brass in the Democratic Party? Barack Obama, day after the election, invited Donald Trump into the White House. Yep. Uh, Michelle Obama, the day after, invited Melania Trump for tea at the White House. Uh, I mean, this is the normal process that we go through, even in the event of a crushing loss. Hillary Clinton, the day after the election, conceded the election in a speech, congratulated Donald Trump, called him personally on the Mm -hmm. phone and said, I concede, congratulations, if you need me for anything, I'm here to help. Barack Obama said the exact same fucking thing. But the Republican side, at every fucking level, is shitting their pants. And, and running around trying to pacify the giant crapping baby in the Oval mm-hmm. Office. I mean, this is the most amazing thing I've ever witnessed a bunch of adults engaged in, that they have to do this for a grown man who is, what, 74, 75 years old. They mm-hmm. have to so desperately prop him up. It's so utterly sad. And then the fiction built up That's around that. That's what I get that. sick of was when people keep saying he needs time to process. On top of that, the fiction that is built up around Donald Trump, that he is some sort of alpha dog, some sort of tough-talking macho man, and not uh, this soft, delicate, brittle guy who cannot stand the fact that he lost an election fair and square. And so they all have to you know, run to the bucket brigade and, and help to you know, put out this fire that the president is uh, engaged in right now it is utterly pathetic but then conversely you see what's going on with the joe biden transition and kamala harris and they are again it's such a breath of fresh air acting like grown-ups acting like competent people it is fucking amazing okay on that note let's take a a quick break come back and uh, wrap up the show right after these words You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska. 
You know my one complaint about, about Flying Jacob? Not loud enough. So heavy, I love this. Yeah, it's amazing. Flying Jacob from Baltimore, Maryland. This is a song called Head Gasket from their uh, Renew album. Holy fucking oh, it's shit. Her. I yeah. forgot this was her band. Oh, yeah. Walking yeah. with me in this crowd. And f- fucking incredible. Infect us with Oh, man. This should be on the radio around the clock. I don't know why it's not. What the fuck is wrong with radio? I ask you again. I got to download everything by then. Yeah. What's the singer's name? Do we know? Uh, Oh, shit. I can't remember it right now. Flying Jacob. Let me just tell you. Flying Jacob Singer, you're amazing. Don't (laughs) let anybody ever tell you you can't do it. Yeah. Don't ever stop. (laughs) Exactly. The world needs your voice. I love Uh, you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, okay, so let's see what else here. Election officials in dozens of states from both parties are saying there was no evidence of voting fraud whatsoever. I mean, this is a I, it's kind of an amazing thing that we have reached this point where um, there was such potential for interference in this election. And it kind of went off without a hitch to an extent. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, there are still things to be sussed out. I mean, who knows what can Missing happen? Missing ballots. Yeah, stuff happening uh, along the way as we move forward in time. But for now, it looks like we dodged a bullet as far as you know any sort of Russian fuckery or you know, changing mm-hmm. votes or whatever. And obviously, the Red Hats think that there's all kinds of shit that's happening. And hobbits and goblins invaded the computer software and changed the things well, in the Gremlins. It, if you look at it from Russia's point of view, mm-hmm. if the objective is to sow chaos, yeah, mm-hmm. they don't have to lift a finger. Nope. <laughs> right. You know, like they saw that like their agent guy was about to get hit. And, you know, this is just more chaos for them, which is the inevitable result that they want. So mm-hmm. um, and that's why I think Putin has put out two conflicting messages. Yeah. He, told, yeah. he congratulated Trump on the phone and then said publicly he welcomes you know, the transition to the Biden team because he's playing both sides of the board. Mm-hmm. But also was getting ready, I think, to let Trump just twist in the wind. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the final stage of being a useful idiot is when they expose and humiliate you. Well, um, let's move on to uh, COVID here because we actually have some good news and bad news. The good news is it looks like there's a vaccine around the corner, 90% effective. Jody, do you know anything about this thing? I mean, is it, are we looking at a vaccine that's actually going to work? I mean, where it's like once and done or you're going to have to get it every year? Do, are, what are they from saying? What, from what I've uh, heard you know, listening to people that have talked to people at Pfizer is 94 people, there was a 90% good reaction to it. Basically, it was effective because the the vaccine itself is not have the um, COVID in it. It mm-hmm. doesn't have the virus load in it. It's got a protein in it that acts like it's COVID, but it isn't so that your body gets an immunity towards it. It's the spikes that are on the COVID that it has mm-hmm. a similar thing to. For I'm not a uh, I am a law and order Tiny lawyer. Tiny microscopic red hats. Right. I, I, I am a law and order lawyer, but I am not a Grey's Anatomy doctor. Um, but from what I understand, the, it's, the trial is very promising. Um, they took no warp speed money. Um, and it's two immigrants that grew up in Germany that discovered this anyway. Nice. There's all sorts of good storytelling on this. Uh, Germany is very excited about it, which makes me excited. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And they're getting ready Angela to Angela Merkel, the non-native English speaker, properly sing Kamala Harris. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, from what I understand, what they're doing is they're gearing up to get this in production. They're still finishing the looking at the trials to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some other ones that are similar coming to the foray as well that are kind of not that don't have the actual viral load, which should put some people at ease that you're not actually getting the virus. Yeah. Um, and. I believe it's a two-dose vaccine, kind of like the shingles yeah, vaccine. There's, not a, there's no single dose yet. Yeah, and and uh, depending on how long, we still don't know how long the immu- I guess in this study, the immunities so far last for a whole week. Um, okay, well. <laughs> you know, I have friends who have had yeah. COVID, and they find just a friend of mine who was back east, she just stopped donating her plasma because her. Uh, oh, you mean plasma? Her, her plasma. plasma. She's just stopped donating it, I think, a month ago because finally her immunities were at such a low dose hmm. that it was not going to be useful. But she got COVID in March. So it took her several months, almost six months, before her um, uh, antibodies went to such a low load. Interesting. Um, so she's part, she's part of that. Um, I'm sure it was part of her blood that's being used for the antibodies that mm-hmm. p- some people are getting that seems to be working in some people. And yay. Um yeah. 
My but big question. They just okay. don't know how long it's going to last, and they won't for at least another month or two th- how long it's going to last because, duh. But they're gearing up to start doing it in this country and all over the world as at least let's start with, you know, first frontline workers and people that actually need this in order to do their daily jobs and be healthcare workers and cops and firefighters, et cetera. I think that's what it's going to be. But again, they're, they're not, it's not ready for the rest of us. It's just gearing yeah. up to be ready. Interesting. That's what I understand. I have not heard anyone from Pfizer yet clarify 90% of what? Like it's 90% effective. Is it 90% at keeping the virus from getting into the body at all? It's 90% from, I guess, people being exposed to the virus in such a way that normally you would get it. And if you've got this vaccine and you're exposed to the virus, you're not getting it 90% of the time. Interesting. Okay. That would be like, like, like you know, using oh, a condom. 98% of the time you, you don't get pregnant. still use that number vaguely. <laughs> Yeah, but ninety percent efficacy like, is good. It is good, but like ninety percent ninety percent effective could mean they get the disease, but they don't get severe symptoms, or yeah. they right. get severe like, symptoms like and they with don't the die. Flu. Right. So, I mean, the the language around it is nebulous to me, and that is a cause for concern. But true. I mean, well, I mean, wasn't this year's flu vaccine about fifty percent effective? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's usually what the flu vaccine is, effective. you know, and if you get one that's 90% effective, that's an, that's an excellent vaccine. Like measles, I, I would imagine that's a good, mm-hmm. you know, a high dose, you know. 93. Yeah, yeah it's a very I good, it it's up. very high, there you go. So we want something along those lines because this is a deadly coronavirus versus the flu, which can be deadly in people, but not as deadly because yeah. we have some immunities built up naturally. And speaking of contradictions, uh, we had this going on for a, a few days after the announcement was made by Pfizer, where on one hand, the Republicans were all going, oh, this is a gigantic scam. This is a giant. They, I can't believe they did this releasing this uh, news about the vaccine after the election. What a scam. It's a Democrat hoax. And then mm-hmm. at the same time going. Hey, look look at the great thing that Donald Trump did. See? Operation right. Warp Speed did this thing and we now we've got a vaccine just as Donald Trump promised. You can't have it both ways, you fuckers. Seriously. Oh, yeah. so surely by now you realize that there is an eight-lane highway in every right-winger's head that allows yeah. for the cognitive dissonance to travel unmolested going whichever way up or down the road. It's just yeah. mm-hmm. I'm telling you opposite day. It. Yeah, opposite day all the time. And meanwhile, Corey Lewandowski and RNC chief of staff Richard Walters have both tested positive for COVID-19. Yep. So, womp, 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 God, womp. that poor virus. Womp, womp. I hope it survives the symptoms of COVID, of <laughs> yeah. Corey Lewandowski. <laughs> I think, yeah, COVID tested positive for Corey Lewandowski. That's the it way says, that I goes. feel terrible. Yeah, yeah. I can't think straight. I can't smell or anything. <laughs> well, the bad news here, uh, on a personal note, is that Kimberly's yeah. sister-in-law's son and wife both tested positive. So, Kimberly's brother's wife's mm. son and his uh, wife also tested positive. So it oh, is. I'm so sorry. Can I ask a question, a personal question that oh. you have? You make you can edit out if it's not okay. Where's, what's the kid in school? Um, no, no, he's in his twenty. He's married now in his twenties. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. There's going to be a lot of pressure over the holidays uh, on all of us to kind of skimp on our precautions, to kind of th- throw caution to the wind and say, "Well, it's just family." It's, Why? Yeah, what could possibly under grandma's house? Yeah, where your family members who maybe are not as attentive to the uh, existence of the virus as you might be are going to put pressure on you. Why can't Why can't we all get together? We're going to socially distance and all those things, but it doesn't always the work out that way. The only way I'm going to my stepdad's yeah. Thanksgiving is if I know I'm COVID positive and shedding virus. <laughs> and I will go and I will sing for hours at the top of my lungs. Do you guys oh, like to hear another David, one? Let's sing some Christmas wrong. carols. David, David Louise David, Ferguson. David. No, 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 no. Shit. No, uh, my family doesn't, I mean, we're planning on, my niece lives with me. Mm. Um, she's catering uh, to the one celebrity that she always caters to, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, her, The company that she works for, they always make Thanksgiving for this particular celebrity. So she's going to make a little extra oh, okay. um, and bring it home. And if it's a nice day, because this is Southern California, my friend Amanda and Steve may come over if it's nice enough and we can all sit outside. Right. Otherwise, it's just going to be Lonnie, Rachel, and me. We're not going to... Because Lonnie's mom's uh, husband just got out of the hospital with a, a kidney infection. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we don't... You know, Luckily, he didn't have COVID. They obviously tested him for that, but he was in the hospital for two nights. So yeah. we don't... You know, we may go and see them 
you know, cause they just moved back to Palm Springs. So we may go out to see them in the not too distant future, stay in a hotel that's got the right protocols, you know, and just go visit outside cause it's Palm Springs. And it'll be nice, but I'm not going to go see my mom Christmas. I don't like Christmas anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. Um, I would welcome any opportunity to see your mom. I mean, she's your mom. You see her all the time, or at mm. least you know she's there. But like, if someone was like, hmm, Christmas, you'd be taking a big risk, but you get me get to meet Carol Burnett. I'd yeah, be, that's right. <laughs> yeah, okay, sign me up. <laughs> no, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to put my mom, luckily up in Santa Barbara County, um, they're doing well up there mm-hmm. as far yeah. as COVID stuff. Um, yeah. There's a there's a new interactive thing in, that the LA Times published, basically about the holidays coming up, and you can get down to how many people you're planning on spending time with, and the risk of getting COVID in that group of people down to the county level. It can't mm-hmm. get more precise than that but like in la county right now if you have a gathering of 10 people you have an eight percent chance of getting covid whereas in south dakota in certain counties there you have a 67 percent chance of getting it with only 10 people well we can rest assured knowing i don't know if rest assured is the right phrase to start this observation but uh we can rest assured knowing that there is going to be another spike because of the holidays and not just because of the fact that it's winter time and it's colder and people are gathering Mm -hmm. inside more often because of the weather and so on, but also because of all of these People gatherings for the holidays. Yeah, People think they're so fucking special. Yeah, well, yeah, they're just stupid. You know, I mean, I, you know, Amanda's hu- uh, husband, <laughs> she wishes she would like to marry him. Come on, you can do it, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he goes to New York for work, so he gets tested constantly because yeah. of travel. So they just got tested, and she came over, and, and my niece and I, we were, you know, Amanda and I were, and we were all far apart, not Rachel because she lives here, but we were far apart from Amanda, even though she had just tested negative and Rachel mm. gets tested constantly because of her job. Um, so, I mean, there's a constant thing going on, but again, I'm not going to hug my friend because I don't, if I have it, I don't want to give it to her. Yeah, exactly. And especially if you have uh, friends who are at high risk and so on, family members exactly. who are at high risk. Yeah, you just don't, you got to be safe and sensible about this stuff and, and you have to evaluate whether... Getting together for the holidays is worth the risk of infection. And that's something that's a decision we're all going to have to individually make. But well, like with Stephanie, you know, she hasn't seen her mom in a year and her mom's going to be 98, I believe, in January. Mm -hmm. And so she's deciding, you know, is it worth it? Yeah, I I wish I could afford to, you know, get her a private plane so she could fly out there privately. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that would be the best way for her to get there. Yeah. But as a group. um, that's it's way too expensive from LA to North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, it's me, super expensive. As we wrap up here, um, on the COVID note, Jared and Ivanka were asked to pull their kids from school because of the White House diseased? COVID situation. Yeah, yes. because of the irresponsibility of the well, I mean, president. Come on. That school. Two thirty in the morning keg party in the East Room. Yeah. No masks, jammed in there together. You know, infected. Um, what's his name? The sleepy one, Ben Carson. Yeah. And um, it. Inf- I mean, who knows how many people got infected that night? Well, right yeah, now, no isn't it like six or seven people? Corey Lewandowski probably got it that night. Yeah. 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 Same with Richard Walters, the uh, RMC chief of staff. Yeah. COVID nineteen yeah. probably got Corey Lewandowski that night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right. I love that joke. Yeah, it's just a it's a goddamn disaster. This is a perfect denouement for the entire Trump first term that they land on this virus in the final year and then they start spreading it among each other. It is just an amazing thing to observe the fact that they're just continuing to give each other COVID-19. And Well, good for that school for making them pull their kids out. Yeah, no yeah. shit. They're like vectors. Yeah. It's the White House vector for disease. Okay, we uh, did a, a kind of a long show today. That's okay. We're going to continue talking on the Postmortem Show on our Patreon page, though. Patreon.com slash Bob Show. you want to subscribe for $5 a month, you get two Postmortem Shows per week. Yeah, it's all there. Plus, uh, if you sign up at $10 a month, you get two Postmortem Shows plus the Friday after party. Me and Kimberly Johnson tomorrow. She's going to be back on the show. So after a couple of weeks of uncertainty Yay. with regard to Yay. the after party. We had a release. fun interview on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, that's what she said. It was a great show. So Start Me Up is the podcast. Patreon.com slash Start Me Up. Also, everywhere you get your podcasts. Meanwhile, Jody Hamilton's at from-the-bunker.com. It's the From the Bunker podcast. Also on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, your podcast superstation, sexyliberal.com. And David Ferguson's at patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. Also, astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Go buy tons of music. You're not going to regret it. It's all great stuff. 
Okay, uh, what else? I think that's We've got it. an upright bass. Oh, you got an upright <laughs> bass? Astral Summer is now uh, including uh, upright. It's such a hot, sexy sound. Our next, You'll hear it on the next song. Oh, my God. You <laughs> know what? I love upright bass. I've actually been thinking about buying one. Isn't that weird? Isn't that a weird coincidence? Uh, my sister used to have a ba- two bass players. One played the upright and one played the electric. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm also one a bass player. One guitar player, two bass players. I, I'm a wayward bass player. I haven't played in a while, but God, I'd love to play an upright bass. Well, okay. Dave can't play guitar and bass at the same time, Bob. So. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the show. Take care, folks. Have a love great you week. Guys, bye bye. The season of giving thanks is upon us right now. The special day of turkey, family, and football will be here before you know it. Before gathering with your family to share in your Thanksgiving traditions, it's important to allow some extra time for you the time you need to take care of yourself and to look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes, visibly reduced wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags in just a matter of minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines too. Numbers 11 and crow's feet Take 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. We are talking about Photoshop in a can. You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplx.com slash sexyliberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexyliberal. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee in case you don't like it. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com slash sexyliberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexy liberal at checkout thank you one two three four those are numbers but you already knew that if you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car use kelly blue book my wallet on auto trader they're really good at numbers auto trader